Welcome back to another episode of Fifty Shades of Frey podcast. Um, yeah, it's mad. We are March time. The last podcast episode I did was called January's Gone Already, 2nd of February, and here we are, March the 13th. This year is flying. Um, just a quick thing. I said in one of these podcasts that this year I felt was going to start off fairly slow, but it was going to go off, right? And I said, you can all quote me on that. I didn't mean it was going to go off in terms of bombs and shit as it is doing at the minute. Um, I'd like to take this time to say uh, <laughs> this this war's not to do with me. This isn't my prediction. <laughs> I didn't mean when I said it was going to go off, it was going to go off in all bombs and shit. Um, but yeah, uh, here we are. We're coming out of the pandemic and all this, heading straight into a world war. We are living the fucking dream, people. Um, but yeah, <laughs> this year's fucking skits already. I can't even believe it. Um, yeah, what's new? What's new? What's changed since we last spoke? I've I've got older. Well, that's a given. I get older by the second. Uh, but yeah, I'm 27 now. I've had my birthday. I don't feel any older, which is good. Um, nothing's really changed. Just, I guess my insurance premiums will now probably get a bit cheaper. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I'm a little bit older. Um, uh, yeah, we've been doing some shit. Got a few stories for you this uh, in this episode. I don't think it'll be a be a fairly um, what's the word spiritual podcast this week. I know saying that there's there's a few things I want to say uh, about a few situations and shit I found myself in recently, which I think would be good for people to hear. So yeah, there might be a, might be a side. Like just um, yeah, we've got a few things we're going to talk about going from. Um, where I've been, what I've been doing on my travels, and just sort of general, general, um, dre- general adventures and such, um, as uh, as times go by. So let's get into it. Uh, I have been to Amsterdam recently. Uh, me, Adam, and Tony, we went out to Amsterdam uh, the f- end of February. So yeah, the weekend just before my birthday. Um, I've got to say, like I've been. This is the second time I've been, and I will one hundred percent be going back again. Um, but yeah, it was it was mad to see Amsterdam in um, in the eyes that I've got now compared to the first time I went. The first time I went, I was fourteen, so as you can imagine, a young fourteen year old boy seeing Amsterdam uh, for what it is through the eyes of a fourteen year old. Uh, yeah, you don't quite get the full effect, and you may be a bit naive in, in an essence. I mean, I wasn't fourteen. I knew what the fuck was popping, but yeah, um, you don't quite get the the full experience, I don't think. Um, but yeah, leading up to that week, so um, I'll, I'll, there's, a, there's a few things that happened in the in the lead up to the week. There's a funny story about work that I want to want to mention. Um, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys will find it as funny as I did. Uh, it's not really funny, funny, but it's more like oh for fuck's sake, you absolute retard. Kind of moment. Anyway, right. As you all know, I'm a farmer, uh, and in this time of the year, obviously, when we're not farming or doing, well, me cutting grass or whatever, I'm maintaining my machine. So I've basically been stripping down my mower, uh, replace, going through it, replacing the parts I need, replacing, etc., etc. Um, 
as I've been doing that, I was I was working on some bearings, and on these bearings there was a collar that had a grub screw, which it, you might some people might know this, some people won't, but it has an Allen head on it to undo it. So anyway, I have a, my my own tools, and uh, so obviously take pride in my own tools. I have a nice set of Allen keys. Uh, nice set, Wera Allen keys, very very good, very, all colour coordinated, a lovely set. Um, so obviously you've been using these to get this this grub screw undone. Um, and whilst I was doing it, I put the one the one I needed down somewhere, and uh, like because I was finishing off like at night, I put it down somewhere, uh, like down tools, went home, came back the next day. I'm like, right, let's crack on. Uh, da, 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 da. Right, let me get this bearing sorted. Need my Allen key. Where the fuck's this Allen key? So I'm looking around the mower. I can't find this Allen key. Like, I swear I had it here a minute ago. Like last night, I literally would have put it down and it would have been there. I picked the set up. I've looked at the set. It's holes vacant. I'm like, where the fuck is this Allen key? can't find it I go and ask Stu who was the last person at the mower with me ask him check his pockets if he'd seen it he came and had a look around the mower he couldn't see it and he's like oh, I'm unsure I looked under all the bags around the mower I looked under the tractor wheels and all that in case it had been kicked under Howard come across I was like I, I need your eyes Howard fresh eyes on the scene I can't find this Allen key I don't know where it's gone I can't even tell you what colour it is because it's all colour coordinated I thought I'm not sure which one I need showed him the pack as well and he was like yeah well, yeah, there's a hole missing, so we've obviously got an Allen key missing somewhere. Um, simple diagnosis. So we're looking around. Can't find this Allen key for the life of me. Uh, he can't find it. Stu can't find it. I can't find it. And I'm getting a bit annoyed. It's not like you can just replace it at this point. A new set of Allen, these Allen keys, I think, like 20, 30 quid. And I'm not really fancying doing that for the sake of this one Allen key. Plus, I do need it this time. Um, not that I can't get another Allen key from work, however, because we've all got tools I could easily get one it's not an issue but I want my one back because yeah it's expensive it's nice it completes the whole fucking set anyway this goes on for a while I spent <laughs> I spent a lot of fucking time I don't really want to disclose how much time I said I think I spent like half the day this is not a joke not like constantly but I spent a lot, probably about half the day in between jobs and like doing other little bits and bobs like where the fuck is this Allen key gone I can't find it don't even know what colour I need to be looking for. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck it's gone. I've lost it. So I'm getting a bit annoyed at this point because I'm I'm I fucked it. So I'm like, oh, you know what, fuck it. I'm just gonna go on eBay, look how much they are to buy a new set. Uh, so I go on eBay to like look what get what I'm looking for. I'm like, oh hang on, our brainwave. I'll see what colour Allen key I need, the one that's missing from the set. And then I'll know. What, then I'll know what color I'm looking for at least. So I do that. I go on, and I'm looking through the colors. And I'm like, yeah, I've got my yellows, got my blues, got my greens, got my reds. I've got all of them. Like, there's n there is not one within this set that I'm missing. So why the fuck am I missing one? And I was looking at the set in my hand for a while. I was like, I've got all of them. So where's the one I'm missing? And then it hit me, and it was the most. Oh my fucking god moment ever. Like, you fucking idiot. Like, the power of observation and just taking your time <laughs> to really look at something, like, thoroughly, 
uh, has never been so apparent, right? This Allen key set I have, basically, uh, it has little grooves. I think there's like four Allen keys on in like on a, in like a plastic like sleeve, effectively. And then there's like a, a fold, and then there's another four. So then you can fold the whole packet together, and then you clip it together. So obviously, there's like a... Uh, like uh, there's like a yeah like a bind I don't know how to describe it really a um a buckle or like how the back of a book if you open a book and then you close it you've got like the the, the 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 bit that holds the book together on the back right it's effectively very very similar principle to that you've got like a I don't even know what the fuck you call it, like a fold on the casing that holds the Allen keys together right in my haste of working because I do try to like as I'm using tools keep them in the right places and put them back or whatever in my haste I picked up my set and I put the allen key the one that I'm missing by the way I put it in the it's in the fold of like the set opposed to its dedicated hole giving it the illusion that it wasn't in the set even though it was it was literally trapped in the fold of the set just not in its own hole so when I went to pick up the next day, I'm like, why isn't this Allen key there? Where the fuck is Allen key? It was literally there the whole time. Every time I picked that set up and looking at that hole, wondering what colour I was looking for, it was literally sat next to the hole, staring me in the face, saying, you silly cunt, I'm right here. I am the, the Allen key you're looking for. So yeah, it wasn't until I went on uh, eBay, had a look, found the set. <laughs> found the set. Looked looked it through, I was like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. Took it to Howard, and I was like, Howard, Look at that set. And tell me what you see. And he had a look from it. And he was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" And then he, he, yeah, he clocked it a lot quicker than I did. But yeah, idiot, fucking idiot. <laughs> that is the that is the whole. Just make sure you really observe properly. Don't just like take what you see as what it is. Really like how. <laughs> really just stop and take time to analyze something. I think is the is the. Um, is the what's the word meaning of this story or whatever? Yeah. So yeah, that was that was on the lead up to the Amsterdam, and so obviously, yeah, felt a bit of a felt a bit of a spanner, shall we say? Um, although I could say felt felt like an Allen key. Um, so yeah, moving on, Amsterdam. So as we all know, we're on the arse end of a pandemic. We're on the the verge of nuclear war. Um, but I don't think you'll need a COVID pass to go anywhere. There, you're gonna need a gas mask. Uh, or a bunker um, so obviously we've had travel restrictions and now this is how the whole the whole uh, uh, magnificent trio came to be on the Amsterdam trip obviously me and Adam Adam you all know Adam Adam Green uh, he, he it was gonna originally be me Matty and Adam however Matty is an advocate of not vaccinating so because of this he was in a different bracket to me and Adam me and Adam were fully vaxxed yet to have boosters whereas tam was nothing so he had man mandatory quarantine and it basically long story short was going to be an absolute pain in the ass to get him to amsterdam for a long weekend it wasn't viable so he basically didn't come long story short didn't come um tony basically filled his boots uh she came with us instead um uh, yeah, very very brave of her to <laughs> venture out with 
me who we're like we know each other but not like to a, a a big big degree so like absolute props for that for like literally like going out with two people like she never met adam before in her life so yeah massive props for for like going ahead and um go yeah basically traveling with two strangers effectively so yeah i had a, I had a great time it's great fun uh, i think the dynamic worked really well to be fair i think everyone got on um real real well but yeah so leading up to this obviously um me with us all us three all being boosted uh at this point me and adam had gone and got boosts uh and whatnot we only needed to provide a negative test um a fit to travel test certificate or what the fuck it was called which i want to say now biggest load of bollocks ever they may as well just said give us 20 quid extra job done we'll call it quits you can fluke them tests. You can you can f- like fake result it like whatever. If you really so wanted to go, luckily all, all three of us passed with flying colours. Um, I took extra precautions that week, made sure I stayed home, uh, kept myself away from everyone. Um, the boys they were skiing like the other boys, Johnny, Josh, and all those guys. They were skiing the same week. Well, they had a week in as well skiing. Uh, with the weekend I was in Amsterdam, they went away. Um, Poor Josh, bless him, he caught COVID the weekend before, so couldn't go, which is an absolute L. Uh, and yes, there was a little bit of it, like twitchy, twitchy moments when we'd kind of like not been in contact, but been close proximity. So yeah, we was all testing, hoping we all came in clutch. Um, turns out we did, it was all good. Um, but yeah, so the whole, what the fuck are you doing? Is this really an adequate time to get revved up and come for attention? Soap's just joining me at the desk. Um, go on, get your bed. Bed. Good girl. I don't need you peering patting around the room. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, it's... When we first started looking, when I started pricing up and whatnot, it, like, all in... <coughs> I will say this to anyone. <coughs> excuse me. I think it cost me 150 to be in amsterdam for a weekend 150 pounds and that was the ferry there and back a coach transfer from the Europort there and back uh from Europort to amsterdam and back and a night in was it a night yeah one night in amsterdam in uh, ibis in the city center so yeah really nice hotel as well great views above central station like a really really nice hotel um so very 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 cheap weekend very worth doing the ferry was lit um and all that like i would honestly honest to god recommend that to anyone that whole package i think it least kind of runs this time of year though but it's cheap and it's it's definitely definitely worth doing uh it's just a nice nice break um but yeah so obviously we we to get there it was yeah we just needed to provide a negative test so we all did that that all came in good um but just the fact of knowing you had to do that like i said to tony um that i hadn't felt like i was like in years gone by the moment i've booked a holiday and then done the typical insta flex like post on your story like oh, off to ibiza or wherever uh, you just like hyped. You're literally like every second goes by as a second coast to going. I didn't feel like I was going on a holiday, even to the point of like we even getting on the boat because it just felt like such a fucking piss about leading up to it. Like 
constantly checking we've got the right tests like are these tests going to be valid like are they going to be okay like, are we even going to make it at this point because it wasn't until thursday night we even knew we was going we was booked to go yet all it took all it would have taken was a negative or a positive test and that would have been it it'd been game over so um it, it started to set in on the thursday night when our test results had come back good uh so it's a little bit like yes this is good but even then it was hard to like really i, I felt i'd been in limbo with it for so long i really couldn't enjoy it and uh, anyone else that's like traveled or gone away recently i'd be interested to know if your experiences were very any were similar in terms of you felt like you couldn't really get excited for the trip because of all the restrictions and stuff in place i generally felt like it took away the excitement because yeah you don't know you're going it, like i said it's like literally like var in football it, i felt like i'd scored a goal but I was still waiting to see if it was going to count, kind of thing. So I couldn't really, really get excited, uh, which is a massive shame. That 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 did sort of take away from the enjoyment of it a bit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it started to sink in when obviously we'd, we'd boarded, got all like a yeah, gone for all the the checking and all that. Like the moment you're wheeling your suitcase onto the boat and whatnot, and you're like, yeah, all right, this is real now. We're sailing. Yeah, like that's when it was like, okay, we're on holiday. This is it. This is this is what I've been waiting for, um, but yeah. I didn't didn't <laughs> I didn't really get the get the holiday vibes so soon, which is a really shame. Annoyingly, I only really got them on the last day, um, for a multitude of reasons. To be fair, uh, but yeah, I only seem to get them on the last day, and then on the last day it's too late. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, I could I could really do a longer in now. Um, but yeah, so me, Adam, and Tony skate onto the boat. Obviously, drop our stuff in the rooms. Uh, and whatnot, and then go and get some drinks and just chill out on the ferry. Uh, and yeah, I think it, I, once we felt the boat moving and stuff, that I think it was like okay, we can relax. We're on the ferry, start having some drinks. There were some naughty cocktails on the uh, on the ferry, as you can imagine. Drinks aren't exactly cheap, uh, but the cocktails were like reasonable for the art. I'm not a massive cocktail fan. Don't really advocate them. It's a it's a big white girl thing for me. Uh, but it was sort of the cheapest alternative in an essence so I was like fuck it you know what I'm going to go on this cocktail I can't remember what it was all I know is it was lethal I had, I had two and I was popping like big time I was it was strong normally a cocktail's a bit fruity and you're like oh this is right. mine you could taste I, I, I like I can't remember what the fuck I had in it but it was it was strong big time strong <laughs> so <laughs> yeah I had a couple of those um, I was feeling it like I was like, oh, I, I could have got could have got naughty to be fair, but it's kind of like I didn't want to. It's one of those I felt like I could have got a bit shady, but I didn't want to as well because like that wasn't my my whole holiday wasn't going to be set by getting twatted on a ferry and feeling like shit on the on the <laughs> on the uh, on the next day. Like I wanted to make sure I enjoyed Amsterdam, not necessarily the ferry. The ferry is just like. A relaxing way to get there kind of thing like a rather than flying or whatever you can just do what you want on the ferry you can like go and sleep or like we did we sat in the top deck the sun deck lounge or whatever it was on the top of the boat and it's really nice like vibe really quiet and we just sort of sat and just talked shit for a bit and just drank so yeah really really nice vibe would 100% recommend that to anyone like it's a it's a very 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 nice chilled out atmosphere although there is a part of the tale that does contradict the chilled out essence of the trip um, but yeah, you'll hear about that shortly. So, Friday night, we're all sailing away. We obviously go to bed. Um, 
I sleep like a fucking log anyway, because I, I can't. I remember like years ago, uh, I fell asleep on top of a running generator. Um, literally gone off it, lay down, and I was away. I was gone. I was asleep. Like I can fucking sleep anywhere if I set my mind to it. So sleeping on a boat, I didn't get like motion blur. What the fuck you want to call it? Like didn't that didn't bother me. That like there was, it was vibrating the whole night. But didn't bother me. Like I slept quite well. Obviously, it was nicer in the hotel because it's static. You're not actually moving. Um, but yeah, I still slept pretty decent. Uh, so yeah, I think everyone else slept pretty good. Um, but yeah, obviously an early start because you you port in uh, Rotterdam, the Europort, and then so we're up early uh, and go and get on the coach trip. And now this is where <laughs> this is where it goes a little bit south, right? Not in a bad, bad way, but a bit like, oh, for fuck's sake, kind of way. Anyway, right. As you can imagine, we're going to Amsterdam. M- many different people are going to go to a place like Amsterdam, like us. We was just going for a nice weekend away. I was going for photography and whatnot. Adam was going to sort of like, I don't know, find himself a little bit. And Tony just wanted a break from the everyday life, I think. And then she wanted to look around some art museums and things like that and like look at the architecture and that kind of stuff. So we've all got our, our motives for the weekend. So we're going for that. In checking in, there was a massive group of lads, 15, 20 lads, right? And you can already tell where I'm going to go with this story. Some of you have kind of told this to before. Um, but they were your typical, let's go to Amsterdam for what Amsterdam's stereotypically known for. They were rowdy, annoying cunts. Uh, I don't mind people enjoying themselves, but it's a case of please don't be that cunt. Like, enjoy yourself by all means, but don't be over-fucking-bearing and annoying the whole fucking trip. Like, it's alright talking between your mates, mate, but no one, not not everyone here wants to hear about your fucking stories. So anyway, as you can imagine, they were a little bit annoying in the check-in. They were the first people at the bar, like, the, luckily there was two bars on the, on the ship. They were, like, the downstairs ones, so we obviously went to the top one, so avoid them. Uh, and whatnot. So, yeah, we obviously get into Amsterdam or Rotterdam port, go through customs, whatever, blah blah blah. Get on the coach, and we're all a little bit tired. I mean, I'm okay. Adam's not so bad. Tony, I think, was feeling it. Bless her. Uh, and we're on this coach, ready to sail or set sail to Amsterdam, and on gets this group of lads. And I can only I can only explain this as do you know on the Inbetweeners movie when they're on the coach trip to the hotel and they're on about the Burnley lads and he's like they can fuck off they're just singing football songs on the back of the bus the whole fucking way and it's annoying as fuck right it was like that but not funny it wasn't there was no novelty to it it was the most annoying it was just just just. Like I, I've 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 seen a lot of things. I've been around a lot of things. Like I'm not shy to hearing things. However, when you're on a coach trip, an hour and a half fucking coach trip to, like you've just got up nice and early, and you just kind of want to lay on the sit on the bus and look out the window and like soak it all in and like oh, we're on the way to the sea. The last thing I want to fucking hear about is one of these cunts shouting to the front of the bus to his mate or whatever about. 
did he finish all his drugs last night? How many drinks? What did he think to that blonde girl they were trying to shag? This, that, the fucking scores of the football. And it was just, like, just shut the fuck up. Everyone on the bus just, just was quiet, apart from these cunts. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and it was the most fucking annoying thing. It was just going on and on and on. How are you feeling, so-and-so? Ooh, just, just... Just, uh, there, it was, it was, it was a bus, it was an hour and a half of torture, listening to twats, going on and on and on and on. To be fair, on the way back, uh, they, it was kind of the same, a little bit subdued, but they were the same thing, just fucking shouting from one end of the bus to the other, and then, uh, a lady did shout at them, I was like, look, can you just stop with all the swearing, there's kids here that don't want to hear it, so just quiet, and like, a bunch of little faggots, they didn't acknowledge her, they both thought they all just kind of like looked away and didn't say anything, so absolute beat them out of shit, um, obviously probably a bit embarrassed, but yeah, so that kind of subdued the whole <laughs> atmosphere for a little bit, like I was so fucking relieved when I got off the bus, got in some, got some fresh air, I was like, oh my god, silence, we're not going to have to listen to them, annoyingly, we did kind of have to listen to them, because they'd also booked the home, same hotel as us. Well, I say the same hotel. I thought it was the same hotel. I'd booked... There's two Ibises in the centre. Uh, I'd booked one, and they'd booked the other. But they was like, after the Ibis, but I presume there's only one. So I started following them to that one. Turns out it wasn't it wasn't our hotel. Uh, and on maps, I just looked a little bit further away. But, genius mode, I had free cancellation. So I cancelled my original one and booked like on the doorstep literally stood outside of booking.com booked the hotel we were stood outside of same price job done in we go so yeah it wasn't so bad we got in there and the holiday started to hit the moment the bags were in the room and it's like right we're not traveling to a destination anymore we're here let's fucking go so adam was in an airbnb me and tony stayed in the ibis adam was in he got an airbnb uh, he sounded pretty funky to be fair. He had a nice, uh, nice lady looking after him, and he had, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think she's of African descent. He was saying, yeah, she was a bit of a character. That's a good story to her. Um, yeah, so he off went off on his merry way, sort of that. So me and Tony just coached around Amsterdam, taking the sights, got some food, uh, found a nice little restaurant to be fair, um, like a nice little cafe. Oh, it wasn't a cafe. It was like a little, little tiny like restaurant. It was the sweetest little thing to be fair. Everyone's so accommodating. That's that's one thing I want to say. And we had this conversation with a couple from Hull, like as we was getting back on the bus on the way home, uh, was all saying how well I said it as I and the the matey boy agreed how disappointed he is to be British. I said I'm embarrassed to be British when you're away and you come to a place like this. Like there was so much love in the air. Like there was just affection everywhere everyone was friendly like there was just a really really nice friendly atmosphere didn't seem to be any rudeness like everyone was just having a nice time everyone spoke to everyone everyone was polite uh everyone was very welcoming um and you just don't get that at home england is is not like that whatsoever and it's so i hate it i hate the fact we're such an arrogant bunch of cunts like compared to anywhere else like the restaurant we went into we like walked in uh, and obviously started masking up and stuff because well, being polite and obviously not really 100% on the rules. And he's like, you don't need to wear them. Restrictions have ended. Come in, you're, you're fine. And was really polite. He's like, what can I get you to drink? Like, take your time. Don't don't feel you have to rush. 
giving us other suggestions of this, that, and the other, and whatnot. And his, everyone was really friendly. Like when he paid, he, he said we said where we was heading to, and he was like, "Oh, go and check out. There's a little market uh, down there, a little secondhand market. Go down there and check that out. Uh, you might find something you like." And like it's just really nice. Like he was just speaking to people in the street as he was going. It wasn't like he's there for work, and he had, he had time for everyone. And I felt, I saw that a lot. There's a lot of affection. Like I said, there's a lot of I saw a lot of people like embracing in the street, and just there just seemed to be a lot of love and happiness in the air. Um, not sure whether that's down to the drugs, <laughs> but I don't know. It just seemed like a really, really nice atmosphere. I mean, to be fair, we could not have picked a better day. The the weather was so so nice. Uh, it was really sunny. It wasn't boiling hot. Cause obviously, it's February, but the sun was good. Uh, yeah, it's, the weather was fucking peak. I've got some really nice photos, so they will be on my Instagram at some point. I just need to start. I'll, yeah, I'll start going on this week. I've got some really really nice photos of just. Like a little bit of sunset, got some really, really nice pictures of Tony. Uh, got some nice pictures of some pigeons. <laughs> There's like an imperial square, like a big, big square, and it had a fuck ton of pigeons in it. So I spent ages there just taking pictures of the fucking things. Um, I got some really, really nice pictures of them. Um, yeah, so it's it's been amazing. Like I when I went the first time, I was 14 years old or so. Went the same way. I only went for a day, but obviously I was at fourteen. I'm not going to be walking around Amsterdam on my own, so I was kind of like following people around. I went to the Anne Frank house on the first time, didn't go the second time. Um, but like, so that's the only thing I really did of substance. But then the rest of it, obviously, couldn't go in any sex shops or anything like that because I was in fourteen. They wouldn't let me in. I just stood outside like when everyone else went in. Cause I went with like my mum and like, like older family members kind of thing, like my older cousins and shit. So they were all in there while I'm just like stood in the street like what's going off. Obviously I had a little walk down the red light district in the day. Um, obviously I'm, I'm a 14 year old boy. They're obviously not going to start calling me in uh, or whatnot. And I'm just like, oh, titties, <laughs> kind of thing. You know, you kind of like don't know where to look. You're like, you know it's fine. But at the same time you're like, this is weird. Like there's a woman stood like in that window and the curtains out of shut. It's like someone's probably getting fucked in there right now or whatever. So it's like, it's it's yeah. You know, I wasn't naive, don't get me wrong, but it's like, fucking hell, it's like, fucking hell, it's there, right there in front of me. Uh, but yeah, obviously, coming and seeing it again in, in the, at the eyes of a 26-year-old, um, nothing's changed, don't get me wrong, I never, I did, it's not like I went the other side of the window to experience it, so I still kind of felt the same, um, it wasn't really my vibe. I, I'm a very funny character in some essences, because if, as a lot of my friends will tell you, I am fucking, I am a horny bastard. Like, I appreciate women big time, and I love sex and all that kind of stuff. However, strip clubs and things like that and, like, prostitution and things don't appeal to me. They have a place in the world, and they are what they are. Like, I don't mind them. It's not like I don't, like, advocate them or whatever. Like, they have their place in the world. However, that is not my vibe. My vibe is, like... I find that as I get older, a connection, I find that, like, I've not, I've been, like, so distant with women and stuff in a way because I feel like I require a connection. I don't, like, I need more than just the physical act now. And I realise that, obviously, going through breakups and shit, like, a power of connection is something that makes me enjoy a moment, like whatever way whether it's an intimate moment or whatever but i feel i'm connected to someone and i feel like i like i get a lot more from it and then like, i feed off that as well like i couldn't f i wouldn't want it to feel like a transaction so in that terms like knowing that i'm walking up to a window paying a lady 
for a service that her the, what she gets out of it is however many euros and what i get out of it is 20 minutes or whatever and like hopefully i can finish in that time that's just an expensive wank in my opinion yeah fair enough it's a bit better than doing it on your own and that there's a novelty to doing it i mean to i i have no doubt that i'll ever i will never get a prostitute ever i don't think like i'm fairly convinced i won't but if i was ever gonna do it i'm somewhere like amsterdam because it's just because of it being an amsterdam kind of thing like I, I'd probably go there uh, or do it there because it's like you're not going to go oh fuck it I want a prostitute so I want to Grimsby Docks you're going to be like yeah I'm going to like a prestigious place known for the trade <laughs> to experience it it's like two in one but yeah it ain't my vibe at all like it just it doesn't appeal to me and I feel like only really having two encounters with prostitutes in my life I feel that they are on another level in the terms of they fucking know their trade, they know their demograph and whatnot. Whereas the only other prostitutes I've been in contact with was Ibiza prostitutes, right? And they're a different bag altogether. They will literally catcall you, like walk you down the street and sell themselves to you. Like, oh, where are you going tonight, big boy? Oh, like, come back with me, I'll suck you real good. Like, all that kind of shit. Um, same again, doesn't really appeal to me whatsoever. If someone's promising me things like that, and I'm just like, it ain't happening, I can tell you now. Like, the fact you've told me you're gonna do that almost makes me convinced you won't be able to take me there. So, nah, not vibing. I kinda come to party and dance and I'm not really one to rail a prostitute at this point and probably get robbed at the same time. Uh, so yeah, they're like that. Whereas, in Amsterdam, they kind of stand in the windows, right, looking they're in the windows and they're underwear or whatever. Uh, there's a. They are very, very, very attractive women. Don't get me wrong. However, not my vibe. Um, there was. I think out of all the prostitutes that I saw, there was two that I would probably like. I would like to have sex with those. Uh, <laughs> those. <laughs> those pieces there, please. Uh, because they looked more natural, as natural they could have looked, I guess. Uh, the others are a bit more like lip filler, makeup, that kind of thing. Whereas there's two, they were like just a bit more no lip fillers, just genuinely like really, really nice looking girls uh, and whatnot. But yeah, still, it's the same vibe. Like a lot of them were like just stood in the windows on the phones, not really paying any attention to anyone going by or like just, just looking at people or whatever. Occasionally they tap on the window or they'd like flash a number on the hand or whatever to say how much there was. Like it didn't really seem like they were like jumping out to like get the customer like they needed it. I they I get the impression they know exactly who their demo is, uh, and they're not worried. I think they know they're gonna get enough service throughout the day that they don't need to beg it. They could just literally be in that window and be like, I'm here if you want me kind of thing. Um, which is yeah, respect in that regard. They they they, they must know, they must have got that like down to a T. Either that or they're fucking over it and they really need to like pay for something and they're just kinda like if someone comes in and fucks then I get some money. But if they don't at least like I don't gotta like deal with some sweaty bloke riding on top of me or whatever for twenty minutes. Uh but yeah, I dunno. Um yeah, not my vibe, not my vibe. Although very, very like nice at night. Obviously we stayed over, so the first time I went I never saw it in the I only saw it in the day. But at night it was completely different. Like the le the streets are literally red. 
like clues in the name. Uh, it just the, the streets are red and they're just everywhere down alleyways in windows down the canals. There's a lot, a lot of action. Um, just like the street comes to life and it's like really funny because like a couple of streets over, you're in like a food district almost with like all the different types of food you could probably think of. There was like pad thai, there was Argentinian steakhouses, like like all Asian kind of food, pizzas, like everything. And then you go one street over and it's just prostitutes and like weed shops and stuff. It's like a, a million or one different um, different cultures going off like in one go. That fucking made me jump. Got a notification through my computer and it's blowing me fucking ear off. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of red light. <laughs> red light district. We'll push over that now. We've spoken about prostitutes. Um, but yeah, then the the next part, obviously, the next part of the culture is obviously the the drugs, the weed, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I didn't partake because that isn't my my thing at all. Like uh, everyone who knows me knows I hold my head high and saying I never felt and I've never felt the need to like have substance in my life and I've never even like not even like in a desperate way even like festivals or what I've never felt like I needed to heighten the experience or tell me I take part in it so um I didn't really need any of that Adam and Tony we all went to a coffee shop so we, I, I still wanted to see what it's like so I went into a coffee shop and like the setups are fucking lit in all fairness uh so those two like got some stuff between them and like yeah I had a little schmuck on a pancake um but yeah, I uh, I left shortly after. So I like went in there just to see what it's like. Uh, but yeah, not my vibe. Didn't really fancy sitting in a smoky room. So I just had a little cotch round and uh, in the in the in the city on my own on the Saturday night, just taking the sights and just just people watching really and like yeah, beautiful. Honest to God, just fucking beautiful. Just people everywhere, just enjoying themselves. There's people just sit by the canals smoking like listening to music people walking around like everyone's happy people are like in that imperial square where the pigeons was there's like people dancing there's like a guy like playing a saxophone just sat in a chair playing saxophone so i sat and listened to him for a bit uh and then like a little bit later there's a guy his friend i don't know what he's doing but his friend was recording him he was like salsa dancing i think i'm not sure what he was doing for a tiktok or i don't really know uh but yeah just sort of like he was really enjoying himself um, so I just sat and watched him for a little bit, and yeah, just like people doing TikToks on all the monuments and shit, and I, it just, no one gave a fuck, everyone was just really happy, and just living a life, it was like, just, it's just beautiful, just to see people walking around, happy, smiley, and just like, just like people in love, and just having a really, really fucking nice time, so I felt like I've not seen that ever, like that, like, just, I don't know, just like, it just the the streets seemed to pour affection everywhere you was like it just felt like it was a big community like there's bars there's little intimate groups everyone's laughing smiling like everyone everyone bar me probably at this point was uh was wearing a smile I was a little bit caught up in my feelings over the course of the course of the holiday like I I have to admit um just I don't know like it's I I I went <laughs> uh. I don't really know how to describe it. I obviously I, I was looking after Tony all weekend, right? Uh, and I'm not gonna like Tony's Tony's my friend, right? Tony's my friend. Uh, so yeah, that's that's where that's how the fuck how can I word this to make this make sense? Right, me and Tony obviously went on this trip together uh, as mates or whatever. I've gone for photography. This I never. Um, 
and to- Tony, like Tony's life compared to mine, is a lot faster paced. And credit to her, it sounds a lot exhausting compared to mine. Um, so I can take a break whenever I I want effectively. Whereas unfortunately, she didn't quite get that luxury. So knowing that I was like taken away, she was coming away with me and Adam for a weekend. I really, really wanted to make sure that she had the best time possible. So I like took it upon myself to make sure she had the best time possible. And she's told me she has, and I, I take that as truth, that she had a really, really good time. She really enjoyed herself. Uh, but it didn't, it didn't, like, there was, there was too much of the holiday where I was second-guessing everything I was doing because I didn't want to, like... I wanted her to enjoy herself. That was like my aim of the holiday, but I didn't want to put her in an awkward situation. Like, yeah, like just, I don't know, just being a bit awkward around her or like doing something she didn't want to do or this and I just really, really wanted to be, I didn't want to be selfish and like let the holiday be about me. Like I'm, I'm just going to go and shoot photography. This is my fucking getaway. Like at the time it was more important for me to have, oh, it was more important to me for her to have a good weekend because I know I can go again. I could just fuck off next weekend effectively if I really wanted to. Whereas, like, she's not going to get that luxury. So it doesn't matter if my uh, weekend, like, I'd never, I didn't feel like I'd fully accomplished. I just wanted to make sure that she had, uh, like, a really, really good time. Um, and then in doing that, <laughs> suppressed myself to fuck. Uh, so it's felt a little, like, Saturday night was just a little bit like, I don't know, just felt like, just, I, I got to a stage where I just wasn't feeling like myself. Like, I wasn't, like, fully, fully immersed in it. Like, I should have been shooting photography when I had, like, the hours or so to myself when those guys were, like, in the smoke shop. Um, but I was just walking around, like, people watching and just sort of, like, just thinking about shit and, yeah, just, like, in my head a bit too much rather than just, like, getting my camera out and, like, taking pictures of the lights and the people. And I really, really... So I wasted the opportunity to, like, really booting myself about that. Um... But I, yeah, just spent, like, a little bit too long, like, away from myself. And I, like, I felt, like, when we got back to the hotel, like, and I, I just sort of told her, I was like, I'm really, really disappointed in myself. <laughs> because I just felt like I've tried so hard for you to enjoy this and I didn't want to make it, like, awkward or anything for you. I really wanted you to come away and really wholeheartedly enjoy this weekend. And then doing that, I felt like I've been checking myself way too much. And then basically withdrawn from myself and I've not I didn't feel like myself on the Saturday which was like the one of the main days that was that was the main day so kind of yeah <laughs> kind of like got myself a bit off the pace um but saying that I'd rather it have been that way than me have a really fucking mint time come home like I had the best time I've ever, ever and then Tony's like yeah uh, it was all right kind of thing so yeah Sunday came around I felt a little bit better um because obviously we'd like, I'd, I'd, like I told her how I like felt like a bit of a shaft, and this and she obviously reassured me was like, no, I'm having a good time. Don't worry, just stop thinking I shit. Just enjoy yourself. If you're doing something I don't like, or we're doing something like I'm not vibing, I'll fucking tell you. <laughs> we can do something different. I'm like, okay, good. So communication on point, and I got myself back on track a little bit too late, annoyingly. Uh, so yeah, I felt good on the Saturday, and then before we know it, we're on the we're jetting home or sailing home back to fucking England. So we've left nice sunny Amsterdam where the vibe's good and everything's good. Like on the last day, we just walked around together, uh, 
and just took it all in. Really, really relaxed. Like, it was such a relaxing day. We took some pictures, but then we, like, just took... Where the wind took us was where we went. We, like, got a hot dog and just went literally sat on a jetty in the sun and just just spoke about life and just ate and just relaxed together and just, like... When we wanted to walk on, we walked on, walked some canals, had a look, had a look at some gift shops, did this, did that. And that was, like, honestly so relaxing just to do that. And I, I felt really good. But, like, a little bit too late at that point. I'm like, fuck. Like, I could have done... I wish... I felt like this yesterday. Like, really, really enjoying it. So by the time I'd really actually felt like I was on holiday and I'd relaxed, <laughs> I was back on the boat coming home. I'm like, fuck's sake. And then make matters worse... We get back to fucking Hull and it's raining. I go out in the t- on the smoking like terrace as we're like ten minutes from Hull. Greeted with rain. I'm stood on there like, oh please, lightning strike or something. Just kill me. Don't kill the boat, but like kill me or something. Like I, we just had the like the nicest weather, nicest atmosphere. Everyone's smiley and like just it's a whole community vibe. And now we're coming back to pissing Hull, and it's raining. Uh, so yeah, got back. Traffic was fucking dying getting out of Hull. Uh, yeah, so I just felt like a fucking flat tire. <laughs> a flat tire coming out of that. Um, I don't know how long I've been going for looking at this. Quite a fucking while. Oh, no, I think we've got a bit of time yet. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah. Felt a little bit, like, deflated coming out, or coming off the back of the holiday because I felt like I had a, I had really enjoyed it and I'd, I, and subsequently, I think we all had a really, really good time. I think Adam had a great time. Uh, doing whatever he was doing. Um, I had a good time because I got some really good shots and I had a really nice time spending time with, like, Tony. I loved spending time with Adam, just, like, seeing him happy again. Like, that, like, made me feel good, knowing that he was having a good time. And just, yeah, I think he needed that. I think we all needed it for different reasons, but, yeah, I'm glad he went and I'm glad he enjoyed it. And, I, yeah, I think he really appreciated it. Um, so, yeah, I sort of come home and just felt a little bit deflated for the week. Because just, yeah, just, just thinking about shit and just like, fuck, I'd love to be back there, but I'm not. I'm back in England and, like, oh, where's my next adventure going to be? And I don't know, like, a little bit like post-holiday blues and just a bit, like, almost not didn't feel real that it happened. So I'm definitely going to have to get another plan sorted out. Um, <coughs> but, yeah, so that's the Amsterdam trip. It's been uh, a lot of highs, a couple of lows, as always. I think I think that's just the, that's just how, how a holiday goes. Um yeah, it's been fucking good. It's been really good. Now, I will 100% go again next year, probably the same uh, kind of way. Might go for a little bit longer. Definitely want to do a bit more photography, I think. Um, but it's just nice just being able to do it as you want. There's so much to shoot, so many art galleries and just so many different things. Uh, like, it's a fucking great place for photography. So I highly recommend it for anyone wanting to do that. Um, but yeah, moving on. Where have you been this weekend? I've been in Mansfield this weekend, so... Just got a few little funny stories about that. I don't really know how long we've got. I'm guessing. Well, I'm not. Sure. I'm gonna finish the finish the Mansfield story off. Um, I think, and then probably wrap it. But yeah. Um, so went there this weekend, obviously for just. I I didn't take my camera or anything this weekend. It's purely been to go see Matty and Mike and obviously Adam again um, and whatnot. And just enjoy myself. So we, yeah. We what have we done? Went bowling yesterday. That was pretty good. I'm not really like mad on bowling. However, I actually really enjoyed that. Um, I don't know why. There's a few things like I can play for a little bit, but then I really like lose interest quick. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I don't really know 
Yeah, bowling's a bit of one of them. I couldn't play it for too long. I, I, I lose interest. I feel like pool. I, I play pool for a little bit, but then I'm like, fuck it, I'm over it now. Kind of think lose interest real quick. Uh, but yeah, we played that. And then <sighs> we went out in town. Right, and this is where... This is kind of the story. Like the, there's some there was some funny some funny adventures last night. Um, just I've not been drunk drunk in a while. I can't remember the last time I was drunk drunk. Um, uh, I actually can't. The last night out night out. I generally I generally can't remember the last time I was pissed up like steamy pissed. Anyway. That happened this weekend. I went out with no money last night because I'd drunk so hard on uh, at Pre's. Uh, Matty was mixing some naughty little cocktails up, to be fair. Well, I say cocktails. It was like a lot of vodka and some VK just to sweeten it up. But, yeah, they went down a bit too well. <laughs> Pre drinks got a little out of hand. Um, I was playing darts, and obviously... As the more and more we got drunk, the darts got more and more away from the dartboard, ended up in people's bodies. I took a few to the back. Mike got a few in the legs. Uh, we threw some through Mike's airbed. Uh, so that <laughs> so that didn't work anymore. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we yeah that happened. Oh, I went out and Matt used to work in Toys R Us, and as I was looking under his bed for something, I found one of his old work shirts. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to represent." So I went out in a Toys R Us T-shirt, which everyone fucking loved. I was like, "Fucking represent Toys R Us." Um, yeah, went <laughs> so I went out in Toys R Us T-shirt. Uh, we end up in where the fuck was we end up in the uh, we end up in this uh, place called the Market, which is notorious for karaoke. Uh, and I was just backing vocal in on every fucking song. I sang, I can't remember what I sang, some Meatloaf, some, I think some Leonard Lewis, I think. There's a lot of fucking different tunes. Uh, yeah, but I was like stood on the stage backing vocal in for everyone as best I could. Uh, yeah, big, <laughs> big time pissed up. And then we went across to After Dark. Um, yeah, and uh, just vibing along in After Dark. Like this, like, I was... I was I didn't know if I was gonna make it out at one stage because I was so fucking bollocks. Like in a taxi, I was like, "Oh, I'm on the way. I'm gonna pass before long." I'm so shocked. Um, luckily, I didn't get that far. We made it out, and look, I sobered up well, nice by the time I got home, uh, which is real good. Actually, uh, to be fair, a really cheap night out. It literally cost me. I think I bought a, a hooch and a water throughout the night for Matty and myself. I mean, uh, so that was about it. Um, oh yeah, that was I bought my card. I didn't have any money. I knew I didn't have any money. I was thinking that I was like I should have had some pocket change, but I didn't. Anyway, so we end up in After Dark. So I'm bouncing around the dance floor. Me and Matty obviously going hard on the shapes as we always do. Anyway, this woman comes up and starts talking about my Toys R Us T-shirt, and then we get chatting and whatnot. Older lady, uh, and she's giving it some giving it the treatment. I think she wants a slice. Can't blame her. Not gonna lie, I'm looking hella good. With my blonde hair and my fucking uh, Toys R Us t-shirt on, like represent hard. My moves are going hard, and then she dropped one of her earrings. So I was like, "Oh, let me put your earring in." So I've got my left ear pierced. So I'm popping around with this fucking hoop in, and she goes, "Oh, let me do your other one." I'm like, "Okay." Uh, so she just rams the fucking thing through my other ear. So I'm like, at this point, bouncing around the dance floor, looking like Pat Butcher. 
I got some fat hoops on, <laughs> blonde trim, going hard. I don't know what was going off. Like, I don't know what you'd even say. You'd see me on the dance floor, like, why is this guy got a really bad? Because I'm at this point, my hair, the blonde is growing out. So like, it's like the back of my head isn't really blonde anymore. It's kind of like I don't know how you describe it. A bit fucked. Uh, and do a haircut. I'm, I'm like, I think I'm like one, I'm two cuts away from being back to brunette uh, or brown. Uh, do boys have brunette hair? I don't think we do, do we? Boys just have brown hair. Uh, brunette's a girl's colour. Um, yeah, so I'm about two trims away from thinking having my old hair colour back. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking like a B-Tech Pat Butcher. I'm rocking a fucking Toys R Us t-shirt. And i got some bastard hoops in my ear. Uh, probably got blood dripping down my ear when she pierced me. Um, yeah. Having a good time. Oh, I kept going up to a pissing bouncer and all. Kept grabbing his hand and kept trying to make him do a spin. Like a pirouette, like, under my arm. Got him to do it in the end. He, he couldn't work out what I was doing for a start. But then he then he, they, then he gathered the gist. So, yeah. I was uh, making him feel like a princess. He, uh, he knows Matty quite well, obviously. Well, any more. Uh, Matty can't be missed. Matty's, like, fucking six foot under rest. Like, he towers above everyone. So, you can't lose him in a club. I can look at it. I can look across the f club... And I'll see him at the other side. I can't lose him. Anyway, this bouncer knows him. So, yeah, he knew he was part of the gang. Um, oh, you looking at me? Um, yeah, so... <laughs> that happened. Then we uh, left there, went into Lexus or Rush 1 or 2. Anyway, on the way there, someone had, like, popped the smoking door open. Uh, so, Matty tried to sneak in. But, luckily, we all stood outside. And didn't follow him in because the bouncers saw him do it, so they obviously come and ushered him out. So they were like, "You have to go in the front door." So it's like, oh, "Okay." So we went in the front door, and as we was queuing to <laughs> queuing to pay, all the bouncers like preoccupied. The lady like taking the money was doing something, and all the bouncers had stopped looking as well. So we literally. Um, snuck in the side door like managed to open this fucking like staff door up so all four of us bombed down the stairs and like got on the underground bit and like got into the bottom dance floor from there so we snuck in there didn't have to pay to get in there and then we obviously hid for a little bit till the heat died off and then went on away and started boogieing down uh so <laughs> yeah a bit of a naughty one really um so yeah threw a few shapes in there and i got to the stage where i was really tired uh, i was like all right i'm tired i probably want to i'll get caught soon <sighs> you're not for effect that's generally how I feel now to be fair catching up with me uh, so I was like right I'm hungry I'm going to go some, go some food so I walked out started going to get food realised I didn't money so just carried on walking and then ended up just walking home uh, I don't know a couple of miles out of town walked home got into bed got me head down went to sleep and then yeah so that's that that's the Mansfield trip <laughs> summed up in that five minute segment got extremely pissed up for free, practically. Uh, didn't pay for anything in town. Got my ears pierced for a Toys R Us t-shirt and broke into a nightclub. So yeah, we did it all. And then yes, I got a well early this morning and had a ride back to sunny Lincolnshire. Uh, it's average weather, really, at home. But yeah, dogs just chilling. Uh, as you probably heard. Uh, but yeah, that's basically it. That's kind of round up. That's my Amsterdam trip. That's how I was feeling. That's how it went. Uh, very, very much looking forward to another trip before long. Um, I need to start thinking about what I need to do. Um, wasn't as spiritual as I was thinking this week. I might have to do another one in the week. Cause there was a few other things I was going to talk about, but I spoke a lot about the Amsterdam shit. So 
um, not to fucking stress. Uh, I might do a midweek one. There's a few things I do want to brush up. There's a few, like, not apologies, but a few things I want to address. Uh, so, yeah, I might do a little spiritual one. I might do a private one, if that's even possible, where, like, I have to, like, send the link. There's a few pe- few things I want, few things I'd like people to hear. Um, but, yeah, I'm not really sure it's for everyone. So, I'm not sure I do private ones or not, but, yeah, we'll, we will see. I'm not really sure. But yeah, I'll probably have to, <laughs> probably have to wrap it up. This is a long one compared to what they usually are. Um, but yeah, it's been good to be back. And, um, I'm, yeah. Well, it's not bad. One a month ain't bad. Um, yeah, so hope you enjoyed my tales of Amsterdam. Um, like I say, it's, it's just notorious for prostitution and weed. Um, but yeah, keep an eye on my Instagram. Links will be in the description as always. Uh, and just come and have a look at my um, IB, IB the shots. No, the other one, Amsterdam shots. I got some amazing shots, to be fair. I'm very, very happy with them. Like, I need to do a YouTube video of, like, how far my photography's come, to be fair, so I can look back and whatnot. I've got a video. I've got some Sheffield POV to get on YouTube, actually. I might upload that soon. I'm waffling. I need to fuck off uh, and get this sorted out. But, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, And, yeah, you will hear my beautiful voice in the next one.